you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. A weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Hayes. Happy holidays to you. And you know, these really are the happiest of the happy holidays. Because as of right now, the holidays haven't really begun, have they? Boy, and once they do, the chaos kicks in. So enjoy these happiest of the happy holidays while you can, because it won't be long before we start planning all those holiday get-togethers with friends and family, decorating, coming up with ideas for gifts, making lists and checking them twice, and of course, cooking up copious amounts of food for all these functions. Well, at least that last part is something we routinely do here on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, and we'll be trying to help you out with that when the holidays do begin. Well, to be perfectly honest, I think Thanksgiving is actually here, because you should have started thawing out that frozen turkey already, you know. That's a big bird. No, I don't mean the Sesame Street guy. I mean the entree for next Thursday. Don't be difficult. (laughs) Remember, that's my job. Anyway, I think you should be throwing out the bird by now. I guess it depends on how big the big bird is. And you know, our guest today on the show is the perfect person to ask about all that. But more on that in the second segment. I wanted to spend our one-on-one time together talking about something that has more uh, big-picture implications. This is the time of year when we try to remember the things we should be thankful for. In case you forgot what they taught us in school about the first Thanksgiving, it dates back to November 1621, right after the Pilgrims built their colony at Plymouth, Massachusetts. Really, it was just a harvest celebration to thank God for successful crops that would feed the settlers through the winter. The Wampanoag tribe, yeah, I know, I had to look it up. Uh, The Wampanoag tribe was the one that helped the pilgrims learn how to grow corn and some other indigenous vegetables, so the settlers invited the Native Americans to join them for the feast. As such, the pilgrims weren't just thanking God for his divine provision, they were also thanking God for providing them with the Wampanoag people to teach them some pretty important survival skills. They were going to need those survival skills in the coming months when the weather turned frigid and the food got scarce. So this is where the concept of thanksgiving originated. The settlers were deeply religious, so it was only natural that they felt blessed by God, and they wanted to show their gratitude to him by being generous and hospitable with their helpful new neighbors. In that way, they were not only thanking God, they were thanking the Wampanoag people, too. We can probably safely assume that This was the origination of the tradition of feeding other people on Thanksgiving, whether that's in our home with friends and family, or even in some kind of homeless soup kitchen or something. At any rate, showing our gratitude to God for his blessings is the ultimate goal of Thanksgiving, and that's what I wanted to visit with you about in this first segment of the show today. All of us have a great deal to be thankful for, just by virtue of living in this country. We are deeply fortunate to live in the good old U.S. of A., and I'll share with you exactly when I first really understood how blessed I was to live in America, when I didn't live in America. When I was in the Army, I was stationed in South Korea. I've told you this before, and it was a really eye-opening experience for me. I was just 22 years old, fresh out of college, wet behind the ears, emotionally speaking anyway. I was still a kid, but the Army was making a man out of me, fast. And I know that's a cliche, but in my case, it was absolutely true. And even though I didn't enjoy being in the Army at all, I'm still eternally grateful to God for those two years when I was a soldier, and I especially appreciate the year I spent overseas because it drove home to me how extremely blessed I was to be an American. Korea was a fascinating country, a rich and extensive history, much longer than the United States for sure. However, in 1971, 
Korea was the epitome of the term third world country. There were still large parts of Korea that didn't have running water or electricity or a sanitary sewer system. Now, that's certainly no longer the case, but back then, I was shocked by all that, and it reinforced to me how lucky I was to be a U.S. citizen. So you won't be shocked to hear that I'm still thankful for that to this day. But there are so many other things that I'm thankful for, and I'm quite sure I won't have time to list them all in this 10-minute monologue, but I am going to try to share some of the less obvious ones, because all of us list being an American as one of the things we're most grateful for. Certainly, I'm thankful for my loving, forgiving, patient, forgiving, kind, forgiving, generous, forgiving wife, Cindy. Did I mention she's forgiving? I'm sure I've done something in the last few minutes that needs forgiving, and if I haven't, I will in the next few minutes, so just consider that a preemptory strike, okay? Anyway, yes, I'm thankful for my wife and kids and grandson, of course, but I'm especially thankful for my parents. When I was very young, I just figured all kids had parents like mine, parents who gave up their own hopes and dreams and then focused their full attention on helping me achieve my hopes and dreams. No, my parents weren't perfect. They had some serious faults. But failing to love their only child was not one of them. My mother and dad devoted their very lives to giving me the things they had not enjoyed during the Great Depression and World War II. My father was placed in charge of the family farm when he was about 15 years old, and he had to drop out of school after only a few weeks every fall to harvest the crops. And he did the same thing in the spring semester to plant for the next year. As a result, he was 22 years old before he graduated from high school, but he was determined to get it done. That meant he didn't really have much of a childhood. He was constantly either working on the farm or working in school, sometimes both. So there wasn't any time left for him to just play and be a kid. He was dedicated to making sure I didn't have to go through that. And he even went so far as to ask me if I was sure I wanted to start working at a radio station when I was only 15, because it brought back some pretty bad memories for him. My mother was a woman who had a deep faith in God, and she passed that love for the Lord on to me. I've often joked, when I was a kid, I had a drug problem. My parents drugged me to church. They drugged me to Sunday school. They drugged me to youth group. Well, you get the idea. My folks, especially my mother, instilled a set of spiritual values in me that transcended church, or religion, for that fact. She taught me the importance of having a sincere and meaningful one-on-one -on -one relationship with God that went well beyond just showing up for worship on Sunday morning. So when I talk about being thankful to God, I'm not talking about some gratuitous, shallow gesture aimed at keeping me in the good graces of some invisible man in the clouds, God is very real to me. And I have my parents, especially my mother, to thank for that. So I thank God for my dad, who gave me a happy, idyllic childhood, the childhood he didn't have. And for my mother, who gave me the deep and abiding faith that she did have. Those two gifts from those two people are two of the greatest gifts God has ever given me. And in this Thanksgiving season, I'm thankful to God for my parents. There are a lot of other less obvious blessings in my life for which I'm grateful to God, but mostly I thank Him for knocking me down a notch when I was 49 years old. I was full of myself. I had a highly successful career, a rich lifestyle fueled by a well-paying job. It brought me a lot of acclaim from the public, even some big awards from my peers. To be candid, I considered myself bulletproof, and I acted like it. But right smack dab in the middle of all my accomplishments and all my fame and fortune, God brought me to my knees and showed me the darkest side of my selfish attitude. He humbled me. He exposed my shameful behavior to the world and to those I had injured the most, the family I loved the most. It was humiliating and degrading, and I thank God for it. Because if he hadn't disgraced me so completely in that moment, I would have let my pride consume me, and I wouldn't be here in this moment, today, talking to you on the radio. So thank you, Lord, for crushing me under the weight of my own stupidity before it destroyed me. I have so very much to be thankful for. I thank you for listening to me talk about it. 
Now, I don't have to look around me very long to find even more reasons to celebrate Thanksgiving this year. So, hey, let's get the party started with another edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Look, I promise, food and fun are coming up next. And with an old friend who really knows how to cook a turkey. If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The old grill sergeant will be right back with more ideas and advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media, and my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, a electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Life is simple. Eat, sleep, grill. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. Well, 
always have a lot of laughs when this next guest appears on the show. Please say hello to Melly Gomez of Melly V Catering. Welcome back, young lady. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. We see your posts online all the time, and you seem to be focusing on baking more and more these days. So I guess the question I want to ask here is, what you got cooking, Melly? <laughs> well, we have everything under the sun because, as you know, it's about to be the holidays. You need to kind of plump up a little bit off of your summer body. It's going to be cold this winter. <laughs> You're making me feel better about my body image already. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this baking stuff that we see you posting online all the time? Well, it's about to be Thanksgiving. Um, so, you know, people love turkey, but it's not just about turkey. It's also about the sides and the dessert, of course. Um, so we have Thanksgiving pies that we're offering, um, and we also have um, Thanksgiving macarons that we're offering as well. Yeah, I think it's the macarons that I really want to hear about. Uh, don't you do these on a pretty regular basis and offer them somewhere in particular? I do. Um, we were doing farmer's markets on the weekends. Um, summer was a little bit brutal for us. So we haven't done market since earlier in the year, but we are going to start them in the next few weeks. So keep an eye out for the announcement. Um, but macarons are also available online on our um, website. So you can have them year round, whether we're out or not. Well, how does that work? Can we order them online and you deliver them? Do we come pick them up? How? You can order them online on our website. Um, we have a few... Um, options there, a few flavor options, but we do custom orders as well. Every order is made to order. Um, so if there's not anything that's listed, you can um, fill out our request form that's on the bottom. Just tell us what you would like to see. We'll contact you. We'll work out the logistics. Um, it's usually about a two-day turnaround. As I said, everything's made to order. Um, so I'll make the macarons, and then we deliver for free anywhere in the Houston area. Wow, that's pretty cool. So what is the website we should be accessing here, Melly? It is mellyvcatering.square.site. Now say that again, dot what? Dot square dot site. Huh, mellyvcatering.square.site. Wow, that's unusual. Yes. Now you've had a catering company for many years, but the big event business has taken a major hit during the pandemic here. Have you catered any larger events lately or is most of your business smaller, more intimate get-togethers? We've done a couple larger events. I wouldn't necessarily call them big, um, but we've done a couple of large events. But you're right. They are not as popular as before. Um, most of what we do are smaller, more intimate events. Is the catering business starting to come back, Melly? It is. I would say that more people are scheduling more parties together. Um, I know people are starting to have larger gatherings, um, weddings and business meetings and all of that. But I do like the smaller parties. I do feel that... Um, Customers have more control over customizing their menu, um, really more control over the layout of what they'd like to see. And in my opinion, I think that it is a little bit more um, fresh. You know, having this made for 20 or for 50 is a lot different than having for 100 or 200. What kinds of pandemic precautions have you been employing? Well, most of my clients are doctors who work in the medical field. Ah. Um, so as clients, they themselves take a lot of precautions. And then I wear gloves with absolutely everything. Um, I do not touch anything with my bare hands. Um, just making sure that everything is nice and clean. My station is sanitized, no cross-contamination. Um, if I'm not feeling well or if anybody in my household is not feeling well, then all orders are postponed until at a later date, um, just so there's no risk of anything transferring. Do you find people are starting to drop their guards more about COVID? I wouldn't necessarily say drop their guards, um, but as more and more people have been diagnosed and having the on antibodies um, in them, I would say the fear and the risk of it is not as high as it was in the beginning. You have kids. Are you concerned about the ones who are just now starting to get vaccinated? Um, in a way, yes. Uh, my kids are 
uh, you know, my kids are smarter than everybody else's kids. Um, <laughs> so my kids do have a lot of personal responsibility. Um, they are in a lot of extracurricular activities. So they do, they are in a lot of big social groups at a lot of times. So they, they do know what the precautions are. They do know that if they're not comfortable in a situation, um, you know, they can remove themselves or if they feel like they need to take extra precautions, they can. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that we're feel fearful of much though. But Melly V Catering is a lot more than just catering. Melly is also an accomplished cooking instructor, and culinary classes are another part of your business. Uh, however, we would assume those classes have also been impacted by the pandemic. Are we correct? Yes. Um, I no longer use a third-party facility. Now all of our classes are done in-home, um, so clients are able to schedule the amount of time they'd like, schedule the menu, and who they would like to invite to their cooking classes. Well, that was going to be one of the questions I asked. What type of setup did you have, a big test kitchen or in the homes? But I guess working in the homes is even better because then you can teach the class according to the equipment they have on hand, right? Yes, sir. That is how we do things. So is that part of your business, uh, the cooking classes, starting to rebound these days? It is. Um, we've done more classes. We did a few of them over the summer. Um, as of right now, we don't have very many scheduled um, for the fall or for the winter, but I'm hoping that the holidays um, we'll start to see a little bit more. So give us an idea of what kind of classes you would offer in that situation. Like you say, they're customized, but generally speaking, what kind of culinary classes do you offer to people who will sign up through Melly V Catering? Well, um, as you know, I'm a very well-rounded chef, so there's not really a cuisine that I'm not too familiar with. So anything savory, um, anything hands-on is good. People love to make pasta, pizza. Um, another fun thing to do is desserts, of course, French macarons, because they are my absolute favorite. Um, making pies is fun. I love making dough from scratch, having uh, my customers really feel the product, really get used to to have an understanding of how it works. <laughs> it's really cute how you said that. Uh, Melly V Catering is obviously multifaceted, and we're quite sure that a lot of our listeners are going to want to learn more about the goods and the services that you can provide. So tell us once again, how do our listeners get in touch with you to find out more about the catering, about the macarons, uh, about the classes? What's your website? We are all over social media, so you can find us on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, just search Melly V Catering. You can also find our website at mellyvcatering.square.site. Um, and you can send us an email, too. It's mellyv.catering at gmail.com. Melly is actually the perfect guest for the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, because as she said a moment ago, she's a cooking instructor, and she's very well-versed in all areas of the culinary arts. In fact, I will say this, and I will say it with a great deal of confidence. Every time I've asked this woman about a dish or a style of cooking, she has had an instant answer for me, and she never works with notes, she flies by the seat of her pants, and she never knows what I'm going to ask her about in advance. I'm not kidding. So I'm going to throw this at you, Melly, and I'm sure you're going to handle this curveball perfectly. I know you're intuitive enough to know what we're going to discuss in the second segment today, right? Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of a few things it could be. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Uh, hold on just a minute. Let me give you a hint. Here's a hint for you, Melly. Here we go. Does that help you out? Is it my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on, that was a hint you can't pass up, Melly. Come on. <laughs> It's Turkey Day. Yes, it is. Thanksgiving Day on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. So, uh, so uh, you'll stick around, right? I guess I got some time. Stay patient. Dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off. Randy will be right back with more smoke and hot tips for you and your old flame right after this short break. 
Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original All Spas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, $2.27 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Hames to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data sim with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data sims. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager, or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. Call Cellular and Satellite today. 3255111000 or go to cellularandsatellite.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit Belleville BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hayes. We're visiting with one of the most knowledgeable and well-rounded chefs that we know. It's Melly Gomez. She owns and operates Melly V Catering. We always love having you on the show, Melly. And I love being here. Even I'm smart enough to realize that next Thursday <laughs> is Thanksgiving Day. So in this segment, we want you to discuss what is, well, I guess for most of us anyway, the biggest meal of the year. So let's start with the basics. What do you prepare for your family on Thanksgiving Day? So usually Thanksgiving Day is a day that I do not cook whatsoever. Really? <laughs> yes, it is my day off for the year. 
So how does Thanksgiving Day dinner work at your house? Well, at my house, it's always empty because we run away to my mother-in-law's house. Ah, let somebody else do all the cooking. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> idea, Millie. One of the things that I did want to ask you, though, is Gomez is obviously a Latino name. So are there any cultural Thanksgiving traditions in the Latino community that are different from the more common turkey and dressing meals that the rest of us usually eat? Um. Randy, I'm going to be honest from you, with you. I am from Texas, as are my parents and my grandparents, and we got deep Texas roots. So Gomez is my name, but everything that we do is straight from Texas. So there's not really any heritage than Texas chili or... Let's see, I can't think of anything else that's Texas. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's okay. I, you know, I've, I've heard people talk about uh, it's common for Latino households to have tamales around Christmas. I thought that might apply to Thanksgiving as well, but obviously not. <laughs> Turkey and dressing and all the trimmings are the things that most of our at-home chefs are going to be serving. Sounds like you, too. So let's focus the rest of our time on that. First of all, how do we gauge the size of the turkey for the number of people we'll be serving? Is there some kind of formula there? Um, so there is, but there's not. The smaller t- turkeys are going to have more of a bone mass. So usually when you're feeding about eight people or less, you want to serve about or think of about a pound and a half per person um, just to kind of take into account the amount of bone that will be in there. When you're serving a little bit more people, so say like 10 and up, um, the bone mass is a little bit different. There's more meat. So you want to think of about a pound per person. So how soon should we start thawing out the turkey in advance? Because that's a big bird that takes a long time sometimes. So let's see. Today is Saturday, so you have just a few days. Um, your turkey should already be defrosting, even if you have a smaller turkey. Um, it all depends on how you're preparing your turkey also. When I make turkeys, I like to do a dry brine for about a day or two. Um, so my turkeys are already in the process about midway of defrosting because I need them to be fully defrosted by Tuesday. What are the next steps now for preparing the bird? Are there some tricks or tips you can give us about this stage, preparing the bird? Well, I know here in Texas, or at least here in the South, a lot of people like to deep fry their turkeys. If you are deep frying your turkey, you do not want to soak your turkey in a water brine. Mm. Um, That extra water and that extra liquid that is going to absorb into your is what causes that reaction with the oil and causes all of the house fires. Wow. Yeah, that's a really good tip. And and we're talking about frying, but there's several other ways. There's smoking. There's the old faithful standby, roasting it in the oven. But do those different techniques impact the way we should prepare the turkey, other than the tip you just gave us? Um, not necessarily. Um, I like to do my turkeys early, like I said, because I like to do the dry brine. I like to get out the excess moisture, but whether you're doing a dry or a wet brine, um, your turkeys still need to be defrosted. I'm actually spatchcocking the turkeys this year, which means I'm cutting out that backbone and doing them flat. Um, so I want to make sure I have that done before I start marinating and doing the brine also. But other than that, there's not really much or anything special that I need to do to your turkeys. Now let's talk about the different ways to actually cook the bird and start with the most common way, roasting it in the oven. You talked about spatchcocking. Talk about other ways we could do it just to roast the bird in the oven. Um, You can also smoke the turkey, like you said. You don't have to have a big fancy smoker to smoke your turkey. If you add a few wood chips to your oven, um, that's another way. Mm. You just have to make sure you have a well-ventilated area because sometimes the smoke chips can get a little intense in the kitchen yeah um you can also do it on the barbecue pit which again you can add some smoke chips to if you want to have that smoky flavor and you mentioned deep fat frying a turkey uh but that takes a special touch any ideas you can give us well i know academy and i think walmart and heb have some kits to really help you out you want to make sure that you are using a good high heat oil um, I know most people use the soybean oil 
that's fine. Um, you can also use the peanut oil or even canola or vegetable oil. I don't recommend anything like olive oil. Um, that has a very high smoke point. It doesn't really handle heat too well. You really want to make sure you have a good thermometer so that way you can make sure it's not getting too hot. Um, I think most people have the issue of it getting hot rather than too cold. Um, just make sure you have a good cover so you're not getting three inch oil, but not too much of a cover because then, you know, more heat will go into it. Um, you want to make sure you have good ventilation. Don't deep fry your turkey inside your house. That is something that you do outside away from anything that is flammable or able to catch on fire quick. Well, I know you feel like you don't need to actually say that, but there are people as dumb as I am, so that's probably good advice. <laughs> Instant pots are all the rage these days, but the one I got my wife is nowhere near big enough to cook a big turkey. I have visions of the three stooges stuffing the turkey down inside the Instant Pot. <laughs> but there, are there Instant Pots actually big enough to handle the job? Um, you know, the biggest I've seen is probably the Dora. Um, I think that one came out a couple of years ago. It's like an Instant Pot slash sous vide, I believe. Wow. And let me check on the size because I'm pretty sure that one went to a 12 quart, but I might just be making that up. Can you grill a turkey, Emily? Is that reasonable? You can definitely grill a turkey. Um, you can put it outside. I would recommend doing the high heat first just to getting the pretty marks and the skin on the outside, but then lowering down your uh, grill or even finishing it off in the oven so that way you can make sure it cooks thoroughly. Now, let's come up with some side dishes. Obviously, dressing is the first one. How do you make dressing, Melly? So, dressing is basically a savory bread pudding, um, just with not as much custard as you would put in a sweet bread pudding. So, you have your egg, your cream. You can add things like chicken stock or even turkey stock, different um, herbs, even some dried fruit or nuts if you would like. Um, you just toss that up whatever your favorite bread is. I know some people use sourdough and some people use cornbread. Um, just toss it in the custard, throw it in the oven, and cook it just like any other bread pudding. But cornbread dressing, that's a lot of carbs. Do you also include mashed potatoes or maybe macaroni and cheese? Because that's a lot more carbs. <laughs> that's why you take a nap after you eat. <laughs> and you eat in between. So you eat mashed potatoes the first round. You eat your mac and cheese the second round. You eat your bread pudding the third round. <laughs> I like the way you think, Melly. I like the way you think. Never too many carbs, right, girl? <laughs> Never. Carbs is what makes the body run. You just got to actually do the running. <laughs> <laughs> Green beans are really popular in my family. How do you like to serve them? I like to roast them in the oven a little bit. Um, I like to keep mine crunchy. So I just toss it with a little bit of olive oil. Um, I add some almonds for extra crunch and even some lemon zest and lemon juice at the end of cooking to add a little bit of citrusness to it. And we didn't even have time to get around to pumpkin pie. We'll have to do that another time. Okay, Millie? All right. This has been Melly Gomez. She owns and operates Melly V Catering. Tell us again how our listeners can contact you about all these different services. You can find us on the internet. Our website is mellyvcatering.square.site. Our email is mellyv.catering at gmail.com. Thanks, sweet girl. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. It was a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Life is short. Grill while you can. Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. 
At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website, edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. May the forks be with you. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now here's the guy who turns all the grills on, Randy Hames. It's that time of year when we are reminded by everyone around us to be thankful. And so one of the things I'm most thankful for is the 30 years I spent on the Hudson and Harrigan Show with this guy. It's Fred Olson. How you feeling, Pard? Yeah, I'm doing good. And, and you're right, man. We had, we had such a, a great radio life. I, I do feel sorry for radio people now who are, well, they're not given a lot of freedom. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they gave us a lot of freedom. You know, I grew up dreaming of being a comedian on an early morning radio show, just like the Hudson and Harrigan show. I, I, I think I've told you this before. I grew up listening to George Carlin on my hometown radio station in Fort Worth. Yeah. So I really thank God for putting us together. Truth is, we both had uh, successful careers in the biz before God paired us up on the H&H show, but obviously we were better together, right? I think so. It reminds me of a, a line I heard one time. A guy said, you know, I always wanted to be a comedian, but people just laughed at me. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> and people just always said to me, well, boy, it must be easy just to sit around and laugh at Fred all day long. <laughs> well, you know, without a straight man, you're not going to get very far. But I remember another great line is a guy said, I used to work at Bed Bath & Beyond in the Beyond department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a stand-up comedian. Who was it that said that? Oh, I can't remember, but I, I, I love that line. It kind of, we always got to be in the uh, Beyond department. You yes, I, so. we did. And nobody ever told us we couldn't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, there was another person that we should both be thankful for because he also put us together in a roundabout way. It's Bill Young. Oh, yeah. Who many people thought of as the voice of God. And we were blessed with several other really talented bosses who mentored us along the way. Who were some of your favorites? Oh, let's see. I got to say uh, um, Christopher Hayes. Yeah. I've got to say uh, Bo Weaver. Well, he wasn't really a boss, but he was always a mentor. Kevin McCarthy. I mean, and, and you too. Is You guys, when I was uh, starting out and I was, I think I just turned 21 and got to Dallas. Yeah, I think I'd been, I was a. 21 for about two weeks when I, so funny, I pulled into Dallas where I get pulled, pulled over by a cop by the police station because I was trying to find uh, the station where I was going to work with you. Yeah. And I was driving around and obviously he pulled me over and said, are you lost? I said, yes, sir. He goes, well, let me see your license. Well, it had been expired for two weeks, but uh, this cop, this, this officer on patrol said, you know what? You look, uh, look like you just got to town. I'm, I'm, you take care of that license. And he didn't, didn't cite, give me a citation. Wow. So anyway, uh, yeah. So getting there, I had guys like you who taught me accountability and you taught me professionalism. Really? And, and <laughs> so I, I, all of you, I mean, top to bottom. No, I, I'm just serious because you were accountable for what you did. And if you didn't do it right, you had to become and, you know, come in and, and get it right, regardless of what it was, some little thing, a big thing. And, and it really it, it prepped me for our work together because we had to be accountable because people depended on us also for a living. But ultimately, I am very thankful for you as my partner, as my friend. Mm. Because without you, my career just wouldn't have been anywhere near as successful. It, it, I think it's truly the hand of God, don't you? I do. And, and it's, the same goes with you, because unless you have the right guy, I couldn't do that alone. I could have done that show alone. I was not a solo guy. I was not. I was only okay as a solo performer on the radio. I was okay. Well, I, I would argue with that. I thought you were pretty doggone good. <laughs> and, unless I was doing voices and I had something to work off of. I, I'm just telling you, you know, straight up that I'd never want to do a show alone after, you know, after having done mornings. I, 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 the last thing in the world I'd want to do is go in and do a solo show. So you needed somebody who who was kind of your muse, who... who who fed you was able to to know where you were going. Otherwise, you got a comedian, and then you got a guy looking at the comedian. <laughs> so we both you, you you need two comedic people. To, I think to make it work, you really do. And 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 so that that was a blessing in that too because I'd worked with other people, and and I, I loved them, but you were you were just a great straight man. Tommy Kramer, for instance, he was you know, but he was also a voice guy. Oh yeah, and also a, just an amazing mentor. I mean, he he look at me and go, kid, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do okay. <laughs> well, since we're talking about things that we're thankful for, I too am thankful for Tommy Kramer, a great friend and a great mentor. Oh man, yeah. Uh, why don't you give us a couple of things that are near the top of your list to be thankful for too? Uh, about just in life. Yeah, sure. Oh man. The, the, you know, Bev and I were talking this morning about how God has really blessed us. He put us together. He gave me this amazing woman in my life and, and really and family, uh, my grandchildren are just phenomenal and, and, uh, they're, they're in Christ. They're a Christian family and to see them grow. I mean, that is, I think that's become kind of my goal. I want to live long enough to see them do well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure I do. And I know you feel the same way about that, Liam, too. It's, it's, uh, you, those focuses change from you to others, hopefully in Christ. And, and then your life becomes much richer. And I, we were thanking God this morning for all he's done for us and, and given us a place in the country where we're really truly happy and means to feed ourselves and, and just a great group of people like yourself and, and friends and family around us that, that I never envisioned. I was always a loner as a kid and as a professional. I really didn't, you know, when we worked together, I had you, but I really didn't have friends. I had business associates. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And it was, and it was okay because 
we were there to become, we were like sales tools to people, yep. <laughs> but I never really got really close to people like I have in, in, uh, in this part of my life. And like we talk, you and I talk about things that are deeper than radio. We talk about our faith. We talk about family and, and that, uh, just makes life truly remarkable. So the official day of thanks, Thanksgiving, is only a few days away. And that's what we've been talking about today on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. So tell me, what kind of plans do you and Bev have to celebrate? Will it just be the two of you? We will be in, uh, in uh, north of Atlanta at, at uh, Michael and Meredith's house with the grandkids. Oh, great. And we'll be having, we'll be having Thanksgiving there. And it's going to be... <laughs> It's going to be a lot of fun because uh, they're growing up. They're, they're, you know, I just have a great relationship with those kids. I think, and uh, you know, taught them how to how to shoot and how to drive and oh. you know how to drive a tractor and, <laughs> and, and you know and how to you know just stuff in the country and and how to walk you know how to be observant in the woods and notice wildlife. I mean, we just have a really good relationship. So I get to see where they are now that they're uh, eleven, ten, and six. And uh, I haven't seen them in a few months. So this is just wonderful. Well, I know you're looking forward to that. We're going to have our little family of six over to our house for Thanksgiving dinner. And then we're going to watch some serious football. <laughs> and there's another thing I'm thankful for. It. I'm not thankful for the Houston Texans. Just football. I'm not thankful for the, for the TCU Horn Frogs. Boy, they got blown out last weekend. I'm just thankful for football. So I was reading an article this morning about Jimbo Fisher at A&M saying, I'd be the dumbest guy in the world to take the LSU job. I know you follow the Aggies. What do you think about that? Well, he's they've signed the number one recruit in the country. I can't remember. Um, Oh. oh, I could look it up, but it would take too long. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a big kid lineman. And uh, so, yeah, I'm an Aggie fan. When, when you go and see the core march in or you go there and you see that, that I just I, I love the culture. I just do. And, um, well, you know, you and I were blessed back in the day that we'd get invited to A&M games. Yep. So we carried Aggie football and Jackie Sherrill and, yep. and all those guys. I mean, they, I got to go down on the sidelines and almost get run over by Rod Bernstein one time. <laughs> And uh, who ended up, I think, playing in New York. And, and I went, man, these guys are big. I better move. <laughs> you know, that's funny because Andre Ware and I have become friends. And uh, he said when he was playing for the U of H, he said, well, I went up to College Station and played the Aggies. And I, he said, I have never been hit so hard as I was that day. He said, I limped all the way to the bus. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, and, and you know, I, I'm thankful for the Texans because we have something. Remember when we didn't have a team? Yep. I didn't watch football. I mean, I, I took all that time off, and I'd kind of, I'd, but now at least we have some drama. boy ain't that the truth we do have some drama out there so i do want to at least address the texans hello texans stop the suck will you come on that's gonna be a while yeah i guess i'm gonna have to go bud i'm I'm gonna go make sure jim bob doesn't get anywhere near our turkey i hope you and your lovely wife have the best thanksgiving ever out there in georgia i am thankful for you and our friendship and i love you man you too we hope you've enjoyed this edition of the boyd seafood outdoor cooking show send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our facebook page the outdoor cooking show or visit our website theoutdoorcookingshow.com Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a red-hot grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. I was about cooking something up with me.